0: The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time, your home for last lowest price tickets, last minute tickets. Download the apps and use that promo code SGPN for twenty dollars off. That is, download the Game Time app today and use promo code SGPN for twenty dollars off. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy Play. Underdog Pick them for a chance to win a 100- hundred. X promo code SG, SGPN, that's your promo code, NBA SGPN at underdogfantasy.com for a hundred percent deposit match. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for probably player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com. Use code SGPN to get fifty percent off your first month Let's start making smarter bets today. Yay. Sir, we're back with another edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Know me, know the voice of the guy. It's me, really, bro. Villain, bro. It's a farmer, here at your service.
1: <laughs>
0: and it feels good to be back in the NBA driver's seat. You know, it was an up-and-down All-Star weekend for your boy. His favorite trend of the three-point contest first round unders didn't go well. This is the first year, Jake. Jake's not here, but Jake is going to hear this at some point. We've been doing this, what? What is this, year three, Jake? This is the first year that we had a losing time. So, you know, it's all right. It's cool. It's cool. We may get back on the saddle next year. Maybe. Maybe not. But, oh, DK Metcalf. Easy. Easy money MVP. I oh, mean Micah Parsons, but yes. I mean not D- DK back half. I'm thinking about last year. It's just back to back winners. Back to back winners getting mixed up. Mixed up. Is Michael that the Parsons. move? Is that the
1: move? Just, just take the football players?
0: Is yep. that the move? Always just take the football players. Just take the football players. Very easy move. Micah Parsons. Cash. Kai. <laughs> it
1: was fun watching him call for the ball and they, they completely and he, ignored he him. He could have
0: went ball. over. He could have went yeah. over. He could've went over, but Uncle Shay Shay knew what he watched the show and he knew what we needed. Kai finishes with four points under four and a half. <sighs> Somehow Jalen Brown had over a 95 and a half in that first round.
1: I feel bad for Jacob Toppin. I'm happy it's McClung cool. won, but I don't know how that wasn't a 50 from Toppin. That, that we we're, we're
0: used to it. We're used to it. We're used to it. It's it, it, You know, y'all heard him. Scott Studio Right shows, cops going on? Scotty, beam me up. Jake is in the chat live. Whoa, Jake. Jake's in the chat live.
1: Doing pretty well. Uh, The overall All-Star weekend was a massive flop, uh, which is pretty, I'd say, just a common opinion at this point for most of the NBA fans. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You fix the All-Star game probably with money probably have to treat it like it's going to be the in-season tournament where you give the winning team a million dollars or something and you just hope that oh, that no. suddenly makes the game more competitive. The All-Star game sucked. I thought the curry we hit Dame. thing was great. We hit yeah, Dame. that is true. Hit damn I'm just saying, no, I, I think that the Curry-Unescu event with the three-point contest was the best event. Even the Rising Stars thing was fine. I thought the uh optical course you know the usual thing that was okay too but yeah the dunk contest isn't very good anymore uh and the all-star game stinks so when you start off the weekend with a pretty solid group of events the celebrity mvp has its purpose celebrity game you know whatever you're gonna watch it if you're bored did you know puka
0: Nakua was playing in that game
1: I didn't remember seeing his MVP odds, but he had a nice. Dunk. I didn't
0: remember seeing him at all. I was like, "Yo, did we talk about? We didn't talk about Puka Naku at all." No, I'm I don't looking remember at him. He eyes. had like 17 early, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!"
1: Yeah, like, he had a Puka dunk Niku there was though. Going crazy. So he he looked solid. Uh, but for the most part, the celebrity game that's fine. The Rising Stars thing I actually like. The Rising mm-hmm. Stars thing is better than the All Star game, which is probably not a good look for the NBA. But I do like how they make it, they divide it into the four teams. You have a G League team in there, which is kind of fun. Seeing uh, Wemby and that dream team losing the first round was kind of funny. But I think for the most part, the All-Star weekend was bad. Out of 10, I'll give it a three. Basically, yeah. I'm, I'm happy we're about to get the season starting again because it it's not a great weekend.
0: Jalen Brown might have had one of the worst dunk contest mixtapes I've ever seen in my life. At least it didn't like- win. Ever. If he would have
1: won, it would have been an all-timer. Ever seen,
0: seen in my life. They really pushed him to the finals, and it's crazy. I'm actually kind of upset we lost that bet. And, you know, some people are like, you're betting all-star weekend. You deserve what You get da. da, da. We should have won. Jalen Brown's dunks were horrible. They were actually, like, actually horrible. Like, actually, really, really bad dunks. And
1: I have a conspiracy theory about the Jalen Brown uh, scores. Uh,
0: let's, let's hear it. Let's hear
1: it. My we conspiracy gotta, we got a theory is that Adam Silver and the league basically forced Jalen Brown to have a good performance because it might encourage future All-Stars to do the competition. They couldn't have him go out there and get totally embarrassed and get eliminated in the first round. He turned out to be a meme anyway, so it didn't really work. But my conspiracy is that they wanted one of the only All-Stars to actually do the competition to make the final round so others might be in, like enticed to do it. That's Man, a conspiracy theory, honestly,
0: but- like honestly, just scrap all the NBA guys from the competition and just give us all the G League guys. Those guys are the one. Did you see the dude that did the dunk in the G League all-star dunk contest? And he faked the East Bay, like fake yep. between his legs. And the, 360 with the fake between – yo, I, I don't think I've ever seen that dunk before.
1: Honestly, and I, I would sitting, consider – I would consider not – even just doing G League, I would consider getting professional ringer dunkers in there. Like throw in one or two ringers. They're probably going to win. Or maybe like you do a, you borrow something from wrestling where somebody wins the competition, you hear like, I don't know, the glass break and you have an actual like Jordan Kilgannon come out there and do like an actual dunk. It's like, oh, that's like- kind of thing. Even if it's like not even an NBA dunk
0: contest anymore. Maybe it's an NBA guy and it's a G League guy and it's a ringer guy and like something like that. And that promotes the competition because the NBA guy is not going to want to get smoked by the other two guys. But, uh, you know, they may it may be good. I don't know, man. I just seen the video and the dude fake between the like everybody was like he just 360 between the legs. Like people do that all the time. No, he faked. You thought he went between the legs and he said, I'm going between the legs. Nah, I'm going back up with it. Oh my gosh. It was so hard. It was really hard.
1: Really, really People want show. to see good dunks. I don't know if it actually matters if it's the NBA players because the stars don't even do it anyway. No do you remember the clung. What? Do you remember the show that used to come on TNT? Yeah, the Dunk King. I used to watch it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That was a great show. Kenny Smith was host. Was it Kenny or Oh, was it? No, I think he Kenny did Smith it. did it one year and then Terrence J did it another year. I
1: remember Shaq was on the panel. I think Brent Brown was on the panel. Yeah, like um, it
0: was, no, Barry, it was I mean. some but, it was some freaking really, really good dunks in that. And I'm just but it like, didn't matter. It didn't matter like the if like the there was
1: if there were star powers. If the all-stars, the star players are not gonna do it anyway, nobody cares if it's an NBA player or not. No offense to McClung. It's why it's kind of cool, because they brought on basically a ringer to do dunks. But we know what McClung is. He's not really an NBA player. It's fine. I never saw it. I never saw the uh, – I didn't watch the
0: finals live. <laughs> I didn't even watch the finals live. Like, once I saw Jalen Brown made it to the next round, I turned it off. I was like,
1: I'm done. Kind of, I'm happy McClung won. He dunked over Shaq. You know, it, it's fine.
0: It Go felt ahead. like they were going to push Jalen Brown. I just didn't want to see that live. But it really, really felt like they were pushing Jalen Brown. Like, <laughs> there's no reason he got a 49 on that first dunk. Like, And Jacob Topping got a 47.
1: Do you think All Star Weekend would be viewed better if they rearranged the order? If they put the slam dunk contest before, I think the they tried to do contest. that.
0: I think they tried to do that one year. Like I think they tried to do that one year, and it didn't work out.
1: I think you'd agree, just, though. The main the main attraction right now is the three point contest. It is reluctantly, like I w- It it needs more
0: drama, and I guess it got a little bit more drama because the scores were closer this year. It was artificial like, drama, though. That doesn't, it, it, that doesn't do anything. It it got completely blown away by Sabrina versus Steph right it after. Did. Like, completely blown away. The fact When Serena goes out there and puts up the best round of the three-point contest, completely blew the three-point contest away.
1: Like blew Also it made away. me laugh with Curry, though, because Curry and Yescu didn't do any of the competition. They came out, and they just had, like, the best two rounds of the entire men's yes. competition.
0: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> just, it, I just, honestly, truly, like, they're doing Sabrina versus Steph. Just put her in a three-point contest next year.
1: Kaelin yeah. Clark next year. Just put her in I- it. At least they're getting creative with the three-point contest. It's easier against the shooting contest. You can kind of alternate it better. Where the dunk contest, everything's been done already. But it just feels like you end every weekend with a whimper because the slam dunk contest is usually underwhelming, and the all-star game stinks. It's just how it goes. I don't know why they went back to East-West. I don't know why they got rid of the Elam ending. I don't know any of the logic behind those decisions because at least it was competitive with the captain system for a mm-hmm. couple years and the draft was entertaining the draft was an event you got rid of everything the all-star game was just what it was beforehand which is bad whatever season, season tournament
0: I, I, they say, say you got this in season tournament we finna take this back you, you look we not finna do all this you got an in season tournament you better be happy whatever all-star weekend you get and it was in Indianapolis. but granted last year was in utah so it's really kind of the same thing but like Indianapolis, I, feel like, I feel
1: like most people like not, the captain because we might
0: system. have listeners there. You didn't what? most
1: people like the captain system
0: with the draft. The yeah.
1: draft was fun. I just I didn't
0: I just would have liked to see like other captains. But I know that there's no chance for other captains because Braun is always going to be the first place vote. And then it's gonna be some and you know it was KD, there was Giannis. It's gonna be some variation of that. I think no, I don't think Steph ever was a captain, but like you no. would think it'd be like those guys. I would have liked to see like different ways to determine a captain. Like, maybe it's not just the highest vote getter. Maybe it's, I don't know. I don't know what to determine. Maybe the captain's avoided.
1: I like how creative you can get the rosters with the captain system in a fantasy draft. And the last point I'll make, it's still one of my favorite moments in All-Star Weekend. It was the fantasy draft right Mm -hmm. after Harden got traded. And Harden went uh-huh. last, and they kept making jokes on the panel. That was one of my favorite All Star moments for the last. I don't even know. 10 <laughs> he got years. traded. He healthy now. <laughs> yeah, like that. That's an all time moment, and they just got rid of it. It was good TV.
0: Oh man, oh man. Did you see the uh, they they quote unquote leaked? I'm pretty sure TNT just dropped it because it was too good not to be out there on TV. Yeah, man, of them behind the scenes and Shat talking about how they did put his his. Uh, jersey retirement in orlando on tv <laughs> and yeah. it was like it's on nba tv and it was like well that is the true tv of uh, nba tv is the true, and it's so true it really is the true tv of the nba <laughs> like i don't go to nba tv for shit occasionally, they have, games. occasionally for anything.
1: Way, they have games on TV. oh
0: man i don't oh. even go i i really try not to go there for games either like i just rather go to league pass and go to the actual you that's know that's fair the actual market all right game time man second half of the season might as well get these tickets without stress why are you worried about it go catch game you can do it really really easy hey if you're in Indianapolis you ain't got nothing else better to do and according to Tyrese Halliburton it's no traffic in Indianapolis so once All-Star Weekend is done and all that traffic is gone, y'all can just like leave from you all crib and good, 10 minutes, you'd be at the game, and so easy. No traffic. Don't worry about it. Head over to the stadium. Right outside the stadium. By the time you get there, your tickets will be with you. Make sure you use that game time. Promo code SGPN this time around. SGPN is the promo code for game time this time around. And look, lower lower fees, better prices. It's a mobile app that's totally great. And again, I'm telling you from firsthand experience, you can leave the house, buy the tickets when you leave the house. By the time you get to the arena, you will have your tickets, snack tickets without the stress. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code SGPN and get twenty dollars off your first purchase. Again, create an account and redeem code SGPN for twenty dollars off. Download GameTime today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to by Underdog Fantasy, NBA, NHL, College Basketball. All season long you can follow your favorite fantasy players and cash in on their stats higher or lower, doesn't matter. Plus add you some spicy plays. If you add enough spicy plays, you're gonna get up to a hundred times the money you put in on that underdog contest. We'll drop an underdog contest next episode for NBA. Kick it back off. So definitely make sure you lock in with us when you sign up with the promo code NBA SGPN. That is NBA SGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit up to one hundred dollars. That's underdog fantasy promo code NBA SGPN. All right, Scott, let's get to the reason we're here. We're going to talk about some Eastern Conference futures, run down the win totals of everybody in the Eastern Conference. We'll start from the worst, head up to the best, and drop, you know, maybe you got to make playoffs, miss playoffs. Maybe you got a championship future. Maybe you got anything. Maybe if you even got a personal award, player award, drop that as well. We'll, we'll talk about all these teams, and we'll try to hit some of these bets. We're going to kick things off at the bottom, where if you listen to me, And my clients did listen to me. I may not have a lot of clients, but the ones that I do have, they listened. And they got down on Detroit over 10 and a half about three weeks ago. Now the line is Detroit 14 and a half over is plus 105 under is minus 130. Detroit Pistons are currently bottom of the league sitting at eight wins and 46 losses. Even 44 and 23 at home and on the road, by the way. Perfect symmetry there. Scott. It's not my 10 and a half. My 10 and a half, I tell you, is just a... I mean, I'm not going to get ahead of myself and start jinxing anything or anything like that because this team could absolutely lose 28 games in a row again. But I feel good about 10 and a half. 14 and a half at plus money makes me question. What are you doing?
1: I think you're going to middle that. I think they're going to finish with, like, 12 Ooh. Hey, per, per I, I
0: will 100% get down on a middle situation here.
1: I can't go with an over uh, for this number. Uh, they've won eight of their first 54 games. So they're more than halfway through the season by a pretty decent margin, and they have mm-hmm. to win another seven. Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, it's not going to be me. I'm rooting for you uh, if you go with the over, but that won't be me. They've had a couple moments where you thought, all right, maybe they're, I don't say turning a corner, but mm-hmm. IV – has been looking better. You're hoping him and Kate will keep playing. Then they already sold off some players, the deadline. You're looking at the uh-huh. moves they made. Uh, you're looking at the fact that Gaurda Bogdanovich, who was one of their best players, the Gaurda Burks, who was having a bad year, but we know he can be a bit of a microwave score off the bench. He's not there anymore. Oh. And I think Monty Williams has objectively been the worst coach in the entire league for the entire season. Just going through the rotations, the lack of adjustments, the, I don't think anybody has a nice thing to say about Monty uh, for mm-hmm. his performance this season, so I don't trust his adjustment-making. His rotations are a disaster, and most Pistons fans would agree with with what I'm saying. i got to go with the under. The idea that they've won eight games already and they're suddenly going to win seven more by the end of the season, <laughs> I don't buy. I think they finished somewhere around like 11 or 12. Uh, I'll go with the middle of the 10.5 that you have, but I'll lean to the under at 14.5.
0: All right, let's see here. They play Washington once, the Spurs once, the Hornets once, the Raptors once, the Grizzlies and the Nets twice.
1: I know that, once again, it's the NBA and underdogs win. You pride yourself on picking underdogs to win games. Yep. They're favored in how many games moving forward? Zero? One? Uh, Let's see. I don't know if... I don't know if either of any of these
0: games are home or on the road. I just know the number of games they have left. But I assume of those games,
1: I don't know. Sean has actually been maybe. playing better.
0: Yeah. I'm just saying two. they
1: might be underdogs in every game. Like, Let's that, see. I got
0: to mention that. Let's see if any of these games are. All right. So they have the Nets at home. Okay. Nah. Mm, uh, mm, nah.
1: Nah, they're not going to be favored I, in that game. I'm not even factoring the Raptors, sitting Cade for a game or two, but...
0: The Raptors are at home, and the Hornets are at home. Maybe, again, maybe the Hornets game.
1: Maybe the Wizards one game. Is on
0: the road. That's yeah, one. maybe one. They're probably favored in one. That doesn't help for their win total. It doesn't. It doesn't. Definitely, there's other win solos that you should feel better about, for sure. 100%. 14 and a half is a lot. You got to get to 15 wins. I think that's just a little bit too much to ask for. I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't be surprised if they fell short at 14.
1: Yeah, I think, I think a middle is a pretty solid guess, somewhere between the 11 and 15. Yeah, so, and they
0: already play, I'm pretty sure they play, the Trailblazers both times, so it's not like they got the Trailblazers on the schedule either. They got the win, and that's what I'm thinking at. Like teams that they could go on the road and just sneak a win. Like they could absolutely go on the road to sneak a win in Washington. Mm-hmm. Washington covers games, doesn't win games. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, I feel good about think- my win total, but this is a little is a little bit. So Washington, maybe Charlotte. Uh,
1: I don't it's know on current form. I think Charlotte smacks that three, team. but, we'll but that's still three, even if yeah. so.
0: Let's say, even if I give them Charlotte, even if I give them the Spurs and the Wizards, that's only three.
1: Yeah, only four 14,
0: 14, like that. yeah, 14 and a half is a little rich. I'm gonna go for the middle, I'm gonna play it, and I'm gonna go for the middle. So, under 14 and a half, I'm sure that there's not really any other team futures that we're looking at on this team. So, going up the next team in the standings and we have the Washington wizards where their win total is sitting at a cool 16 and a half. (laughs) Really? Uh, Okay. So the wizards have, like I said, the wizards have the pistons. Once they have the hornets, they have the trailblazers. Once they got the, what is the Raptors twice? They got the Grizzlies and the Nets still. And those are your your easy games. <laughs> Bro, it's it's simple. I actually think the Wizards are going to be... I actually think the Wizards are going to finish with the worst record than the Pistons. I'm not going to lie. Really?
1: I mean, they're only one game up. So I guess Bro, they don't. Exactly they odd,
0: cover there. they cover but don't win. That's the only issue. They cover but don't win.
1: And I just tough take them seriously with that roster because I feel like nobody cares. The only person who cares is Avdia, who's randomly been really good for the last month and a half or two. Poole's still terrible. Kuzma sits games. They mm-hmm. traded Gafford. They have no defense at all. Bagley's a fun player prop guy. I don't know if he's a, actually a winning basketball player, but what
0: do you say the number was? 16 and a half. Uh, plus I'm gonna go with 105, plus 105 to the over, minus 130 to under. I'm telling you, I think Washington's the worst team in the league. It, well, I, not worst team in the league. And it, well, it was Charlotte, but Charlotte made trades, and I actually think Charlotte is better. But now, a low-key,
1: kind of nice. <laughs> we'll talk yeah, about that I, I think they're but... better.
0: I think they're a lot better now. And so um, they're not worse than league anymore. I was up here telling you, I thought Charlotte was firmly worse than the league. They are they, not they worse were than the league
1: anymore. For, for like a couple weeks, they were. And I, I actually really don't want
0: to give Washington worse than league because they cover an insanely, like compared to their record to be nine and 45 and to be 26, 26 and two against the spread is really freaking good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really good for you to be that bad. And you just can't win games. But like, here's the point. They just can't win games. So all these covers that's going to do good for me in game by game. That's not doing good for the win total. I don't think yeah. that they're going to win any games. Like, I think they're just going to keep going and covering. And maybe the cover streak ends and they stop covering games. But if they stop covering games, that means they are 100% losing games. So I'm telling you right now, I think Washington, I think that bet is 3-1 to one right now. Let me see. Lat- Worst. Fewest regular season wins. Yes, it's three to one for the Wizards. Fewest regular season wins. I will take that three to one bet in addition to the under 16 to half, because I think that the Pistons are going to finish two games, two games better than Wizards this year.
1: I think it's a spot where the Wizards win total is kind of similar to the Pistons, where they're not going to be favored in basically any games besides maybe against each other. We'll see what happens. (laughs) But they (laughs) They won nine games out of 50 and change, and now they need six or seven in the, like, with less games to work with? Like, no, I, I just don't see it. I to mean, I got to go with the under with the Wizards. There's a lot of really bad NBA teams. I think that these two teams will finish with less than 14 wins apiece. So I'll be on the under. All
0: right. We're going to actually get to some really, really good teams as we filter through, filter through the cloud a little bit. But first, we got to talk about Hall of Fame bets because You can bet smarter this NBA season with Hall of Fame bets. They have everything you need. Green, green, green is what you want to see. Look at the left side of that screen. Look at the left side of the screen. Look at all the green that tells you how good they feel about those plays. Those are the plays that you want to back on Hall of Fame bets. You can use their parlay optimizer tool. It'll break everything down by hit rate, give you a by leg, break it down by leg, give you expected probability for the entire parlay. So just stop betting in the dark. Join the over 30,000 users researching the Hall of Fame bets. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit HLBets.com. Use code SGPN for 50% off your first month. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Next team on the – let's see here. Charlotte at 13 and 41, Charlotte Hornets. We we aforementioned, aforementioned Charlotte Hornets. They might have turned a corner here. They might have turned a corner. Where are they going to be a good team? No, no. But are they
1: going to be a bettable team? A bettable team, absolutely. You and saw me so, take them against the Hawks. I had the money line at like two to one or so, or two twenty right before the All Star break. So I've already been, I've already been betting on this team.
0: Yeah, and
1: I, hey, that.
0: I don't know why they gave us Atlanta minus seven. Like, that was such a gift. It was such a gift. And the money line was so free. It wasn't even close. We should have took all spread. That's what I'm really killing myself for. We should have took all spread. However, 19 and a half is the line now, Scott. Plus money. Even money on the over. Minus 125 on the under. Same already has, what did I say, 13 wins? wins. So, you're looking looking for seven. seven more wins here. Give it to me.
1: Over. <laughs> I like it. I like how this team's played. I, I mean, mean I called it, them, we called them out because they were quitting on the season and they looked like they just didn't want to be there. But they traded Hayward. Trey Mann's been good. Uh, they've had a couple of guys they brought in, some young guys. And they look, I don't know if Clifford's reaching the younger guys more. Maybe LaMelo comes back. We'll see what happens with injury. I don't know if they're going to force him back or he might just be shut down. Oh, uh, man. But, I, that, that would actually, I feel like that would. It might hurt. For me. We don't know. But the point lie, is LaMelo is Mann sitting would. there as potential reinforcements, maybe if he comes back. So I like the over on Charlotte. That number seems low.
0: And I'm a Lamelo guy, but it just seems like the team, like don't mess up how the team, the team is winning games right now. You went into the all, you know, you went into the all-star break on a three game win streak. Yeah. They're playing well. You had 10 wins up to that point. You went into the all-star break on a three game win streak. Like, ah, talk about momentum. Talk about fucking momentum. Uh, Seven more wins. All right, let's look at their easiest games left. They have a game against the Pistons, a game against the Wizards, two games against the Trailblazers, a game against the Raptors, a game against the Grizzlies, and a game against the Nets. So what's that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Hmm. So they'd have to go perfect there. Or they got the Bucks twice. They do typically play the Bucks pretty tough.
1: I think they could sneak up on a bunch of teams. Based on how they played uh, pre All Star break, if the defense
0: if the defense stays there, they could definitely like they could they could sneak a Suns team that doesn't you know questionable on defense. They could sneak a Bucks team that's questionable on defense. Like <sighs> twenty feels like a lot though.
1: I don't want to spoil it, but I'm picking some unders around the Hornets where they are in the standings. So I got to pick somebody to go over. I think Charlotte's a yeah. decent bottom right. team.
0: You're right. All right. Oh, man. And it would be only like the Charlotte Hornets to put together a good second half of the season after the season's already lost. So, yeah.
1: They're going to toss Clifford anyway, and it's going to be a complete waste of time. But, yes. Yeah. All right.
0: Over 19 and a half. All right. We're we're agreeing. We're agreeing here. Three in a row. Next team on the slate, we have the Toronto Raptors, 19 and 36 on the season thus far. (laughs) An abysmal 8 and 20 on the road, 11 and 16 at home, no point there. Looking here at their win total and is sitting here at. Where did it go, actually? Wait, do I not have a win total for the Raptors?
1: Uh, The Raptors, I don't see on the book that we were using, but I can try to find another one.
0: But we can still talk about them in general. Yeah, I just think the same sucks.
1: Yeah, I agree. That's why I said teams around them. I'm not picking Toronto to do anything. So. I like the under on them. I'm gonna try if to the, books if the Wizards
0: and the Pistons weren't so bad, I would take a flyer on Toronto to actually be like, I would have took a flyer on Toronto to be the worst team in the league. They got so many wins now, so it's not it's like feasibly not possible. But well, it, it might still be possible, but technically, but it's actually not possible. But they're like horrible, and I would take. I think Charlotte could beat them straight up. I wouldn't be surprised if the Wizards beat them. I wouldn't be surprised if the Pistons beat them in a the game. I mean, this team, let's look at them. And they got a relatively easy end of the schedule. They get the Nets three times from now to the end of the season. They get the Nets three times. They got the Hawks on the schedule. We haven't talked about the Hawks yet. They got the Hawks on the schedule. They got the Trailblazers on the schedule. They got the Hornets on the schedule. Two games against the Wizards and a game against the Pistons. Like, they have a relatively easy end of the season. But it's just it's, that this team doesn't play defense. Half. 29, it's 29 and a
1: half. half. They need to win 11 games? Yeah. 11? Under.
0: Yeah, I, actually, I, I not, can't, not, can't not, take that. No, no. That, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah.
1: I don't see them getting to 30. That I don't see. This team, just for me, comp- this just looks like a 27-28 win team.
0: If Who are they winning these games against? Good question. I don't know. You said eight, that's 11, so what's that 5 Six, seven, eight, nine easy opponents. So they would have to also sneak some of these other teams that I just, and sweep yeah, I mean, the bad
1: teams, which they won't do.
0: Yeah, they're definitely not going to sweep the bad teams. And then they have to sneak a couple other, the good teams. And I'm sure they can't sneak people. Everybody sneaks
1: somebody here or there. But no, absolutely not. All right. That team screams mid 20s, like high 20s. They're not they're getting to 30. I don't see that happening. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe it either. All right. Next up,
0: your Brooklyn Nets, 21 and 33. Let's go, Kevin Ollie. Let's go. Let's go, Kevin Ollie. Hey, man, maybe the culture changed. I thought it was, I thought it was kind I didn't think it was weird, but I thought it was like interesting because, like, why did you fire him after All Star weekend? Why didn't you just, how do you get fired on your day off? You know? Yeah, like, I would have thought that it happened, like, all right, we're going into the All-Star break. We about to get you up out of here. But maybe it's like, all right, the weekend's over. Everybody back home. We about to get you up out of here so he could, so this guy can leave
1: practice. But, like, I don't know. I just felt like I would have did it pretty To be All-Star. fair, they did lose by 50 in the last game before the All-Star break, so I guess they just decided it was time. But, like,
0: yeah, I would have thought that it would have happened, like, that night. Like, he, you don't even get back on the bus. Don't even get back on the bus. Just just leave. However, Brooklyn Nets, 21-30. and 30 is their record right now. Their win total for the rest of the season is set at 34.5. Now, let's preface this with Brooklyn has one of the easiest in terms of strength of schedule and win percentage. They have the second easiest schedule left in the league out of everybody. 29 of 30. They get the pistons twice they get the wizards the spurs the hornets three times against the uh, toronto raptors and then they have a game and get two games against memphis and then they they actually kind of peeled off a bunch of their like they played the bucks a bunch of times already they played the Cavs a bunch of times already so they only have one game against those two left they have play the Knicks a couple of times, 76ers a couple times, but 76ers been looking a little weak recently. So they have opportunity on a on schedule to actually go over this. It's just, do you believe that this team is going, like the loss of the coach, Jacques Vaughn, was Jacques Vaughn the thing holding him back? Can they get to the 35 wins without Jacques Vaughn now?
1: Do I think Jacques Vaughn is a good coach? No. Do I think that he's the main reason why this team is struggling? No, the team's not very good. Just on paper. They're just not a very talented team. Now, Ben Simmons came back, and with the exception of the shoving with the Jared Allen situation and whatever the hell that game was from him, he's been okay. The team's still losing, though. They just can't score. Uh-huh. Cam Thomas has been brutal recently, but, you know, when you shoot that o- that often, a lot of them in isolation, I'm not uh-huh. shocked that he's having a downswing. He'll be up and down. It's going to happen. Mikael Bridges is their best player, which is a problem, because on a championship team, he's probably a three like I, that's kind of the issue you run into is that I don't think the Nets are that talented. They got they traded Royce O'Neal for three seconds. So they didn't even get back any players who can help their win total right now. And Royce O'Neal is oh, one of their yeah. better three and D guys. I'm not oh, a yeah. Finney Smith fan <laughs> at all. I don't think Finney Smith's any good to be honest. Claxton's fine, I guess, but I, they can't score. Kevin Olley's a weird figure because he was so good at UConn early because he won a title, and then everything went off the rails. And then he had a lawsuit with UConn, he won, he got paid a bunch of money. But still, I don't know how good of a coach Kevin Ollie actually is. So we're going to have to wait and see because the UConn tenure was really good early and then went an absolute disaster down the stretch. So I don't know. Mm. We're going to find out, but I'm going to lean under. I just feel like this team can lose the teams that they're favored against because they can't score. And it's as simple as that. I'm going to lean to the under.
0: So... Brooklyn and Toronto actually play tomorrow. We'll be uh, y- you and off will be breaking that game down.
1: <laughs> Give me all the Schroeder assists. Schroeder, Schroeder revenge game all day every day.
0: Yeah, it was definitely a Schroeder revenge Shots game. That's an up. The currently, the line opened up minus two for Toronto, minus two and a half uh, currently sitting at now. I think that game is going to be pivotal with both win totals. <laughs> it will be. Yeah. How do I fade a new coach team playing with a new coach?
1: You really usually dumb... get that initial surge and then it dies down a little bit. Yeah. Week, but... yeah. I'm, and that initial surge is
0: probably going to be it for me. That's probably going to be enough for me to push me over this team. They're not going to be good, but they're going to handle business here or there. They'll probably sneak a couple of better teams now that they have a different philosophy and they feel like that you know, hey, we can turn this season around. Like that team still doesn't enjoy losing. Like they're not going to tank the rest of the season. So, yeah, I'll take the over on Brooklyn to get it done and get the thirty-five um, wins. That's at that plus money. I'll take a chance.
1: I'm judging some of these teams based on the eye test, uh, which is a flawed concept. But just watching these teams, do I think this team looks like a thirty-six win basketball team? I don't. I think that they're like a thirty-two win team.
0: But it's so many other bad teams that I'm just like, no, gotta, yeah. yeah, so somebody else has got to win games.
1: I get it. Just watching the Nets with them trading O'Neal now and they got rid of faithin- an
0: upgrade. And I think that they can make the play in over the team ahead of them, honestly,
1: over two teams ahead of them. So, I, I'm not going to go that far, but we'll see what Ali does.
0: Uh, mm, because the team ahead of them is the Atlanta Hawks, who are 24 and 31
1: this I get season. that. I'm saying the Bulls. I think I'd still take the Bulls over them, but the Hawks we can have a discussion on. But I know, honestly, the Hawks win total, we're probably going to talk about for what, like 20 seconds?
0: I mean, yeah. There's no way Pretty either way.
1: of us are making a case for the over. Like, it, it's just not going to happen.
0: 24, 24 and 30s this season. Win total set at 37.5, plus money on the over, minus 125. 14?
1: 14? Lay wins? the
0: juice on the under. Lay the juice on the under.
1: They got blown Lay up by Charlotte juice. by like 20 in the last game before the Ulster break. This team sucks.
0: No. Lay under. the juice on the under. Like, it's, oh, man.
1: I, I can't even add them. Teams
0: in the league. I can't even fat They're horrible. They're horrible. They're horrible against the spread. They're horrible straight up. They don't do anything right. I mean,
1: rest what of the season. 17 and 38 ATS, I think.
0: 17 rest of season, and 38? They have the Nets twice. They could 100% lose games to the Nets. They already lost games to the Nets.
1: They could <laughs> they lose to Memphis. anybody because they give up 130 just walking onto the court.
0: They're horrible. They're absolutely horrible. This team sucks. And they're one of the I'm worst defensive teams it.
1: I've seen in a long time. They're bad.
0: And that's crazy because Indiana earlier this season was a thing. And they're actually
1: make, they're actually kind of pale in comparison. And Washington was up there too. Indiana, though, was crazy. But like really just this season,
0: games. just this season, we've seen some really bad defense. The Bucks. Like just this season, we've seen some really bad defense, and I think Atlanta takes the cake over all of them.
1: Yeah, Maybe it's recency bias.
0: So it difference. possibly could be recency bias, but I'm just saying, like it looks really, really bad on Atlanta right now. Like really, they're going to
1: really be bad. stretches where bad defenses will be bad early on. They'll figure it out. Indiana had a decent stretch middle of the season. Carlisle said the girlfriend comments, and I guess I woke them up for a couple weeks. The Hawks have gotten worse defensively. The season's going on. Quinn Snyder has just no clue how to game plan, a def- just a defense, and they don't care about defense. So, yeah. And for some reason, DeJounte's still there. So the chemistry is still there.
0: Of their eight games that they played this month already, how many times do you think they've given up over 120 points?
1: How many games are we talking about?
0: Eight. Eight games. How many times do you think they've given up over 120 points? Seven. Good job. Thank you. Seven. Only game was the Houston Rockets who scored 113. Yeah. Seems horrible. It's nothing to talk about here. Matter can't of fact, overs on what's the other, anybody. what's the other markets that, because if they're, they got to be, there's got to be some, all right, participate in play. So they're minus 425 to participate in the play in.
1: I would take the no, if there was a no option
0: for that. That's what I'm looking for. There's got to be, a, is there a no, no option? To per, because if you're minus 425, what's the option for no?
1: You're going to be somewhere in my guess, the mid to high 200s. I don't think they'll give you three and change. Usually the juice overlay is pretty large on those props but it should be high 200s maybe find a, the right book low 300s
0: maybe yeah, this is horrible this is horrible i'm gonna i'm gonna scour around and i'm gonna look around and try to find a no option on that because i i would hammer the no to miss the plan hammer the no i 100 believe the net's at least with a new coach, there's something different there. At least there's a chance for some variance in how the first half of the season. They're doing the same thing. They didn't trade DeJounte. They didn't trade anybody. They didn't trade for anybody. It's going to be the exact same result. Like, the exact same result. They're going to be bad all year long. So, yeah, hammer the under on the Atlanta Hawks. Okay. Let's see here. Who's next? The Who's next? Hi. Hi. Hip-hop Harry. Mm-hmm. Who's next? All right. We got the Chicago Bulls, 26-29. Ninth place currently in the Eastern Conference. 15-12 at home. 11-17 on the road. Their current win total is set at... Oh, wait. I I see
1: 37.5.
0: Yes, 37.5 as well. Same as the Atlanta Hawks. Minus 125 on over for the Chicago Bulls. Plus
1: money on the under for the record they have two more wins than Atlanta just for the record I like the over with Chicago I've taken a lot of unders I got to start taking some overs but Chicago was a team that did not make any moves at all it's a story that we've heard over and over again by the trade deadline they never make any moves so they decided to actually keep the same roster and they're trying to make the plan why I got no idea that's what they're trying to do This team was in the plan last year. I know Levine's out for the year. You can argue that's going to help team chemistry because they were better without him this year. I just think that Chicago, with how they played the last couple of weeks, I don't see them rolling over. Atlanta's 100% going to roll over if things don't get any better. I think Chicago just has some type of pride to actually want to make the plan. I think they actually are going to go for it, and that's good enough for me. I'm going to lean to the over on Chicago. I think they finished somewhere around 38-39. But I do expect the effort to be there to make the play-in.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess I'll take the over. I don't like it, but I really only take it because of the fact that, like, this is a a 500-ball club. This is a 500-ball club. Like, they're a 500-ball club. At the end of the day, 500 means you got 41 wins, so – Atlanta is, Atlanta is not a 500-ball club.
1: Why? That's why it's so easy. I think it's Atlanta, based on but. division, if I had to guess, because the Bulls are in a tougher division than the Hawks are, but you're going to give me a two-win head start over Atlanta with the same win total? Sure. I'll take that.
0: Bulls have three games against the Knicks left, a game against the Bucks. two games against the Clippers, two games against the Celtics.
1: That's tough. That's, that's really tough.
0: Two games against Cleveland. Wait, no. Wait. Am I reading the right one? Oh wait, no. I wasn't they only got one game in this school, but I'm sorry. But yeah, two three games against the Knicks. Two game and that honestly, the three games against the Knicks might be the thing to save them because they'll probably steal one of those, at least. Maybe two. The Knicks have a lot of injuries right now.
1: A yeah, lot. I was gonna say I don't know when Randall's coming back. So that actually so, might be winnable. So
0: that's like that might be one or two wins, and that might be enough to do it in their favor. All right, we'll play with the Chicago Bulls on the over. Nothing to feel good and write home to mom about though. Yeah, Atlanta Magic, my darlings, look at them sitting there in eighth place in the play-in. Tighten up, tighten up. I just need you to secure a playoff spot at this point. Just they're only a half game spot. out
1: of sixth though. Like I, know, of Miami, I know, I so know. Right
0: there, so you're you're right there, and you are killing the others at home. Eighteen and eight. 18 and eight at home now that 12 and 17 on the road is a little rough but 18 and eight at home way to hold it down one of the best home records in the Eastern Conference all right we have the Orlando magic win total sitting here uh there we go 45 and a half they're currently again a place at 30 and 25 that is another 16 wins I mean what's not what I mean, what's not to like
1: about this team? They're healthy again. They had a bunch of injuries start the year.
0: Yeah, it's like—is it just the—is it just that there's like a, a talent disparity in terms of top end talent? Because all the play, like. Paulo Bencaro, Franz Wagner, even Mo Wagner, uh, Jalen Suggs, like Jonathan Isaac gives you a good fifteen minutes. Isaac's alive for once. He's actually playing games. He gives you a solid fit. Like his fifteen minutes are very, very solid. Very solid fifteen minutes he gives you. Like you just sit there, you look at the team, and it's like they're good. They just don't have like, I mean, I guess Paolo Banchero's a aside, he just got his first all-star. He's rising to be that level, but he just don't got the big, big player. But other than that, that thing also straight, good coach with Jamal Mursley. He don't really be, he don't be folding games. Like worst thing you could say about the Orlando magic is they don't close out games sometimes. And their fourth quarters have been up and down all season, but.
1: I like the over with this team because I like Orlando and they play yeah. in a terrible division, which, I'm, which yeah. I know we kind of went against the Hawks, but the Hawks are in a separate category. They just can't guard anybody. But if, when you're in the same division as the Heat and you're looking at the standings there, I think Orlando might win the division. So hey, I'm going to take the over on them.
0: They got the Pistons twice, the Hornets three times, the Trailblazers once, the Wizards once, the Raptors twice, and the Grizzlies once. left Over. Orlando is a young
1: team that doesn't get enough credit, and they're a uh team that I still think is underrated. And I know 45 and a half is nothing to scoff at. That's a pretty decent win total. We have a lot of unders in the bottom end of the Eastern Conference. The Magic have a pretty easy schedule. And if we're picking Atlanta to suck, and we'll see what happens with Miami when we talk about them in a second. Uh There's a lot of wins to be had with their schedule. So I like the over. If they stay healthy, with Suggs, you missed some games. Boncaruino has been very solid. Bronze has missed some games, too. He's healthy again. There's a nucleus there, which might not wow you on paper, but the chemistry is uh-huh. solid, and they're a really good defensive team. I think Isaac, when healthy, he might be a top-five defensive player in the league. If you watch yeah. Isaac play, he's absolutely incredible defensively, and I think that he's extremely underrated on that team. So, yeah, I like the Magic over.
0: Yeah, Magic over 45 and a half. 30th. 30th. And strength of schedule left. They have the easiest good. strength of schedule left in the NBA. So, very, very good. That's probably why that line is inflated because we've seen, you know, some teams need seven wins, some teams need 11 yeah. wins. 16 wins is what this team needs to go over. And I don't think that's out of the question, especially the fact of how good they are at home, 18 and 8 this part of the season. Haw-
1: that's why the Hawks win total was the same as the Bulls, despite being two games behind, because their division's a joke compared to Chicago's. So, the schedule's a factor with that.
0: Miami. Sitting here at the seventh seed. They're also a half game back of the Pacers for the sixth seed to get out of the play in. 30 and 25, same as Orlando. However, Miami is 15 13 at home, 15 and 12 on the road. Pretty easy start, uh, schedule to end the season as well. 27 on 30 teams. They get the Pistons three times. Jesus Christ, they got the Pistons three times. Yeah. But. I've seen the Pistons go into Miami and get a win before. So that's actually, and they were like nine and a half point dogs. dogs. I'm pretty sure Bojan was playing in that game and he had 31 or something like that. So honestly, truly. Matter of fact, how many home games does Miami have?
1: It is such a tough stretch right after the All-Star break, by the way. The Heat's first four games at Pelicans, at Kings, at Blazers, at Nuggets. Those are your first four games. I mean the Blazers are a joke but still that that's pretty tough to start the uh to start your second half.
0: No, for real. I agree with you. And they're also 45 and a half on this win total. Let me see here. How many? I mean, 15 15. what's they, that? They need Eight. 16
1: games. They need to win 16. I mean People are expecting Miami to figure it out and to do whatever they can to avoid the play-in after last year. I don't even know if they care. Didn't they care about missing the play-in? Of course, it's better if they miss it, but if they end up as a 7 or an 8, you got two shots to win one game. They did last year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if it matters.
0: They're going to fight for it. They're not going to give up, but... Mm. This is going to be a no-bet, but... I'll just fade. I'll fade Miami. No, no. I think I'm going to lean over. I want to lean over, but this isn't the win total is not the way to bet this team. There's another way. It's
1: not, but we're talking about, I mean, I'd rather take them to like make the playoffs or something like that. I think they'll end up in the field personally. It's going to be juiced anyway, but I do think buying teams like the the Heat and the Magic who have very easy uh, schedules moving forward might be the move. They've had injuries. The Heat always have injuries, though. So that's not oh, a shock. Okay. I got it. But, plus But 175 to participate in a play-in.
0: I can see that. So this plus money because team, they don't think that they're going to be in a play-in. They think that they're locked into a top six seed. I'm telling you, they're not. They're not. They're not all locked in the into anything.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, care. No.
0: I'd rather I'd rather take the mo- the plus money that they end up somehow squandering the season and ending up in the play-in. Like, I'm not, that. that's it. I'd rather just take the plus money and say that they end up in the play-in. I don't want to back this team, but I don't want to fade them too much. I think that they're going to make the playoffs, but I think they're going to squeak their way in. Best way to do it, plus 175, make the play-in. Don't even have to worry about it.
1: The, the and they should probably want to be in the play-in. Yeah, I th- I'm trying to balance out the overs and unders. I know this is different because we did the West already, but there are some teams above the Heat That I am more interested in fading. Because the Heat have battled a bunch of injuries. Rozier might be back. You know, they've had some issues. So we'll see Uh if they can get it together. Spolstra is going to help out. But the Heat don't care. Like, that's the problem. So, yeah, I'm going to lean over because there's a couple teams above them I might want to fade. But it's nothing that strong of an opinion.
0: Shout out to the chat getting going. Starters was in here earlier. Jake. Eric's late, but he's here. Robert said he's checking in from Canada. Thanks for sharing. And he's like number five. Hey, man, it's 17, 18, 19 people in here. Like you, like the video. Like the video, please. Shout out to the four people watching in on my Twitter and the one watching on NBA Twitter and the other one watching on Scott's Twitter. Appreciate y'all as well. All right. Do I really want to... Like, that's really the question. Between Philly, Indiana, and Miami, which two make the 5 and 6 because it feels like that's going to happen.
1: Most people are going to say Philly falls out because we don't know when Embiid's coming back and they have not been very good since he got injured. Uh, I think that they're going Phil- to
0: I think we'll we'll talk about Philly cuz I think they're on an uptick. It's for me it's between Miami and Indiana and I think I'd rather just fade Miami. Okay. Even though Indiana, I don't know. Indiana's defense is really bad, man. Like if they go into another stretch where it's like beginning of the season defensively, that's hor- like they're going to
1: tank. It's bad, but I will give Indiana props because at least they tried to address the defense after the first two months. They tried to get better in the area. But what if it falls? Like what if it's bad? Again? It might. I don't
0: know. I still would prefer, but I can get plus money on a. I can get plus money on both. It's even money for the Pacers, and it's plus one seventy-five on the Heat. Those are two. I really too do feel like those are your playing teams. Like I really feel like those are your playing teams. And Philly. I
1: think my my issue with Indiana versus Miami is the fact that if I don't know, assume injuries on people. If Halliburton gets hurt again, are they screwed? Probably. I know Miami can manufacture wins if a player or two gets injured. Indiana can't do that. That's but my main what if issue. Orlando,
0: what if Orlando smokes both of these teams and takes the spot? Like that's why that's why I'm like I want to I want to get down on the even money on Indiana. Matter of fact, let's just go ahead and talk about Indiana. I would bet on me, Orlando. I would bet on
1: Orlando to make the playoffs if I could bet them to a, like finish in a top six seed. I would. I think Orlando's got a pretty good shot at doing that. But Indiana with Halliburton, the games he's missed, I'm assuming he's healthy again because he played in the All Star game and everything like that. But we saw how bad they were when he got hurt. Maybe Spicy mm-hmm. P being there is going to help with that. I don't want to take my chances there. We'll see. But I'll lean Miami over Indy. I don't feel Mm -hmm. great about it, but I'll lean that way.
0: All right. Indiana Pacers are 31-25, and holding down the sixth spot. Only by half a game, but holding down the sixth spot here. Their win total is currently sitting at, let's see here, 45-and-a-half. So we're all sitting here at the same win total. But theirs is plus money. Minus 120 to the under. Like I said, it, the de- if they if they go through another bad defensive run, this team is gonna is gonna drop and they're gonna. Or
1: fall. if and gets hurt, Dr. or if gets hurt, more.
0: it just feels like it, it feels like it's a lot to bet and over. It's either under or no bet for me. Like it's either under or no bet. There's it's a but, lot for me to bet and over.
1: Did they do anything? At, I mean, they got they got. I'm gonna merge Siakam into the trade deadline because that was a move that they made. Yeah. They got a buddy healed. For basically peanuts, they they didn't get anything for Buddy Heald. And they just basically said, we're going to let nee Smith take over as the main 3 and D guy. They traded away Bruce Brown. Did they really do much to improve team depth? No, I don't think they really did much. Now, you're hoping Mathur could stay healthy. He missed some time as well. We saw how he did in the Rising Stars. He won MVP in that, so he did well. Lost 20k on the free throw bet, but still. The point is, I do think you're looking at Mathrin <laughs> and Halliburton. If they stay healthy, you gotta like the potential, but they don't guard anybody. And the depth is not great, in my opinion. It's fine, but they got rid of some depth at the deadline. So I am gonna lean under on Indiana.
0: Yeah. I don't think I, I don't think they figured it out. And I'm not gonna bet on them to figure it out. There's just now. so
1: many teams near them that are just clashing. Like I would take Orlando over Indiana. Miami yeah. is kind of neck and neck with Indiana. You can argue that the Sixers maybe are neck and neck with the like somebody. I'd to take an under on somebody. I'll lean to the inexperienced team with a point guard that is really good, but also gets injured. So I'll lean to the under on the Pacers.
0: Those are my two play-in plays. Indiana at even money to participate in the play-in, and Miami at plus 175. I think I get one for sure, and there's a really, really good chance that I get both. Like, there's a chance that these two teams are playing each other in the first round of the play-in. And that would just be (laughs) chef's kiss. All right. Got something else?
1: No, I was just going to say, so based on the play-in odds and based on the win total, they're expecting Miami to jump Indiana. Because Miami to be in the play-in, despite being half a game behind, is plus 175. And Indiana's even money. Yeah,
0: they're right. expecting, yeah, they're expecting Miami to be the sixth seed. And okay. yeah, that's what that is. <laughs> I don't think that's just foregone conclusion either. All right. Philadelphia 76ers were one of the hottest teams in basketball yeah. before Joel M B got injured.
1: Like he was, M- he was MVP.
0: <laughs> he was. He he really, really was. And RIP to everybody who had a Joel Embiid MVP ticket. 32-22 and 22 right now. They have lost a bunch of games since Joel Embiid went out. A couple of wins, a whole bunch more losses. Currently sitting at 17-11 and 11 at home. Still pretty, really good. And 15-11 at home at, on the road. Still pretty good. But the no Joel Embiid, pretty much, I think you can say that you can expect not to see him for the rest of the season. Maybe with a couple weeks left to ramp up for the playoffs. But there's a good chance that he might not even be back for the playoffs. They're saying, but I'm hoping he comes back. Ultimately, here's my stance on the 76ers. I feel a lot better about 76ers playoff futures than I do regular season futures. Okay. Because I, I truly feel like that Joel B is not going to miss this playoff run, but the this team's going to have to step it up to get him there in a de- decent standing. Like, you want to be at least the top six. You don't want to be in the playing game. Now, if they are in a playing game, I think of any of the play on teams, they smoke all of them in one game. I think they smoke all of them in one game, especially if Joe is playing in that game.
1: I really like the Buddy Heald edition. He's been really good for Phil.
0: And it's going to be so good when Joe comes back. And now yep. you got guys that can spot up, shoot when he drives, and he commands a double team and commands the defense. Like, he's got a whole bunch of more options with him. And campaign's just got to shoot the ball better. Like, it's in him. Bro, we don't need you to do X, Y, and Z and try to be this great point guard, backup point guard. I literally just need you to stand there and be able to hit the shot. Like, that's all I need you to do.
1: I think campaign's a bad player. So if he would stay on the, bench, I'm not a fan. I'm not a big fan, but I
0: know that he's an upgrade shooting the basketball over Patrick Beverly. And that's all they were trying to do. They were just trying to upgrade. I, the I get the shooter. move. I,
1: I'm just not a it, campaign guy at all. So yeah, he he's one of those guys that Bruce Brown thinks he's better than what he is. I think you may agree, not be- though. You you would probably take Beverly over uh, Payne If you were just picking a guy on your roster. Beverly's i don't, I don't think so i don't think so because
0: i beverly just didn't fit with joe because he can't hit a fucking he can't hit anything like he can't spot I get it, it but at least that's it brings you needs. some
1: type of defensive and i i know why they made the move i'm just very i'm anti- sure it.
0: there's other there's other players that i would like more than patrick beverly than campaign but i think campaign is like it's not a bad move like it's not a bad move i get why you did it it's just the fact that it's campaign i'm like uh but like any other spot up shooter would have been great like if this was like freaking what's my man's name that was on the 76ers all this time and uh court boss if this was court Moss, i would be straight hey man that's court Ma- hey i just need you to sit there and hit the shot man i just need you to stand there and hit the shot that's it i don't need you to do anything else just stand there and hit the shot all right we don't have a win total on the 76ers but i will say that i
1: might be able to find one so give me a second but you can keep talking
0: my futures on the 76ers are for them to win the East and a 25 to 1 on the championship. And it's solely because I think Boston is going to somehow, some way, squander this away yet again. Because when is Boston ever, <laughs> ever finished the story? We talk about Cody Rhodes all the time. I'm going to finish the story. I'm going to finish the story. He's going to finish the story. Cody finished the story. Cody finished the story. And a loyal, ooh, maybe this is the year Cody finishes, finally finishes the story. And will that be, will that be a look ahead to the Celtics finally finishing the story this year? Possibly. Am I going to bet on it? Nah nah, I don't think the Celtics are going to get it and done, so then it's the Milwaukee Bucks, I don't trust that team and Doc Rivers at all whatsoever, then you have the New York Knicks, and it's the Knicks as I, as I admit, as a Knicks fan, it's the Knicks then you got, 70s, and then you got the Cavaliers, and it's like oh, well, okay, alright, like it's the Cavs, potentially not one and then 12-1 to win the Eastern Conference it's the 76ers, and I'm just saying, if Joel Embiid comes back, and Joel Embiid is playing like MVP again, they're light years better than the Cavs, than the Knicks and the Bucks.
1: I think I'd so, rather take them series by series, personally. I I we have we got rid of the coat, got rid of the coach.
0: It just need a healthy Joe Embiid. Like honestly, you just need a healthy Joe Embiid. If you got that, I think you're you're golden. You're golden for the Eastern Conference Finals. I think you're golden for the Eastern Conference Finals this year if you have a healthy Joe Embiid. So it's like I can take 12 to 1 and I can sit on a 12 to 1 in Eastern Conference Finals. And feel pretty good. Like,
1: and the then problem what? is if they dip in the standings, are they actually good to make the Eastern Conference Finals if they have to go on the road in the first two rounds? That's the problem. I think
0: so. I think so. They've been good on the road this season. It might up, until Joel, up until Joel B went out, they were winning games at home on a road. Neutral site doesn't matter. They were winning yeah. games. Like, is I don't know, man. I don't know. I just think that I, the injury really, really derailed what I thought was a the best chance for this team to to win a championship. And now it only hurts them because we don't know what shape Joel Embiid is going to be in when he gets back. But I'm going to take my chance. I don't really like too many teams in the East anyway, to be honest. But I'll take a chance on the 76ers. All right. All right. Next we'll get a good game.
1: All,
0: yeah. It's a great number right now. So, Joel Embiid can, It's really – I'm just betting on Joel Embiid, honestly. I'm just taking a shot and betting on Joel Embiid that he comes back and he actually looks good. The New York Knicks are sitting in the fourth spot, though, thirty-three and 22, 10 games back of first place, nineteen and eight at home. Whew, the mecca of basketball, nineteen and eight. We have a win total for the New York Knicks sitting here at score, 49, scroll, score, and scroll, scroll, forty-nine and a half. Forty-nine yeah. and a half, minus one hundred five to the over, minus one hundred fifteen to the under. When's the last time the Knicks had fifty?
1: Did they end up with 50 the Derrick Rose year, or they finished high 40s? I don't
0: remember last time.
1: I think they were high months. 40s. It was the year they played Trey Young in the first round. I, I'm, I'm trying to remember if they got to 50. I don't think they did. So maybe when Melo was there, the year they, they lost to the Pacers in the playoffs? Maybe Let's was- see
0: here. They had The last time they had a 50-win season was 2012- 2013 when the they were fifty-four and twenty-eight. Yep. Yeah. All right. Lost in the Eastern Conference Semis.
1: Yep. All right. I'm on the under. Nothing against the Knicks. There's just too many injuries.
0: It's way too many injuries, man. Like OG. They're talking about OG. Doesn't look like he's three weeks away. I just saw that. How they were describing. It was like, it's oh, part of the I don't OG know experience. He's three weeks away. Part of the experience. Yeah, it he's really is. It really is. Always is. A- it's what it is. You have Randall, who's still working his way back from separating his shoulder. You have Hartstein, who's had an Achilles injury. He's dealing with you. It's, it's just injuries everywhere, man. It's all injuries. It, it's nothing. I'm assuming you agree the about the under, there's not enough yeah. bodies. Like I, I can't, I, I can't, can't betting over. I can't betting over. Yeah, it's really not. I think that the Knicks are really, really good. I think the Knicks could potentially work themselves out of. Like, they're only four games back in Cleveland. If they were healthy, I truly believe that they could work themselves back into the two-seed. But it's just injuries, man. It's it's really hurt the defense. I think the defense is going to be a little bit worse towards the second half of the season. And it's going to be a lot of relying on Brunson. And now it's, you know, it's like 55 games and 55 games done. Like, teams are going to start – Keying in on Brunson towards the second half of the season, and he he may not be able to have be able to have the superhuman games that he had all year long. Like,
1: <sighs> I see them being the five seed, so I have them moving down in the standings. So I'm picking the under.
0: Who do you have moving up?
1: Um, looking around the Knicks, I who would move up.
0: Yeah, like who would who would move up?
1: I mean, once again they're only 3 ahead of Orlando or Miami. Like I can see one of those teams even potentially leaping the Knicks in theory. They're only half a game ahead of the Sixers. I you think once again they're more of a playoff team. Maybe the Sixers are able to jump them, but with that many injuries, I see the Knicks being on the road in the second round of a playoff series. If they were healthy, oh. then I would probably would pick them to finish 3 or 4. I think they would jump Milwaukee without any problems at all if they were healthy, but I, I just can't. There's too many injuries. I, I got to go mm. with the under.
0: I think they're going to battle with Milwaukee for 3-4. I don't I don't see them falling out of their 4 spot. But I don't think that, that it just means that they're going to get 50 wins. Maybe my point is the East is but.
1: very compact. It's very close in this area. So if they have one slump, they could fall down two spots. That's kind of my point. All
0: right. Now we have the Milwaukee Bucks, 35 and 21. 23 and 7 three at home. seconds. Three and seven with Doc Rivers. <laughs> they have the third toughest strength of schedule left. Their win total is currently sitting here at. Let's see, Milwaukee. 50 and a half. There we go, fifty and a half. It feels really weird to hear Milwaukee fifty and a half for a win total because it's like it's an obvious over, but. And I, this is the thing that I don't want to mis- misconstrue. Because I think Milwaukee's going to win, you know, the easy games they have left. They just might not cover them.
1: they loss also the Grizzlies. Are we sure about that?
0: No. And we it took Grizzlies' money line in that game, too, actually. We're just actually
1: saying. Not. You said they are going to win the easy games. I'm not even sure they
0: will. But-, but Doc is still a regular. Like, at the end of the day, Doc is a regular season coach. And I know that 3-7 and seven is so funny right now. But Doc wins games in the reg- regular season and then folds in the playoffs. So it's like... Could I see them get into this 50 and a half? Yeah, I could 100% see them finishing with like 51, 52 wins and still not look good in the process. Like it's still not look good in the process, but I think it is, is going to be a battle between them and the Knicks for 3-4 and they're never really going to pull away. They may have a week or two where they got a couple of game lead and then the Knicks come back and then I think it's going to be a battle between them. So I guess if I'm going under on the Knicks, I'll go under on the Bucks as well. But that one just feels like, you know, one, Doc hate, which I love, but also the fact that, like, Doc is right with season eight. I'm kind of nervous that Doc is there's an elephant get, put it together, room. and he's going to start winning games.
1: There's an elephant in the room when it comes to evaluating M- Milwaukee's win total. I'm going to ask you right now. The Bucks have played 56 games.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: want to guess how many games Giannis has missed?
0: Um, wow. I I. I mean, I'm sure he's missed a couple. Maybe, what,
1: like five, six? Two. He's missed two, two games. games. We've oh, seen Giannis shit. miss a bunch of games for the last couple of years. As on, I'm not saying he's injury prone, but there are some leg injuries that usually pop up. <laughs> he's been healthy. That's my concern. Hmm. I think Giannis hmm. might get hurt. Because he has, the historical, I'd say, I don't want say narrative around his career is, but I'm going to say it, he tends to miss, what, 10-plus games per season? give or take, usually more. Yeah. yeah.
0: Something about it, Giannis. Giannis Giannis misses a few games,
1: for sure. 10-15, give or take, he's been healthy. So if he gets hurt, they're going to go under. They might go under anyway, because Docs so far has not meshed well with the core. Dame, we'll see if the All-Star break does anything for him, but he's been a mess too with this team. I'm going to lean under. Now, I do think that it's definitely priced into the line, because Milwaukee's line's at 50-and-a-half, and they already have 35 wins. So they need 16 wins moving forward, which actually is not that many. But there's too it's many not- question marks at this team. I can only link to the under. All right.
0: Cleveland.
1: This is, this for, is you. for
0: you. 53 and a half is their win total. Minus 135 on the over. Holy shit. <laughs> minus 135 on the over. Plus 110 on the under.
1: You want to step in front of this team?
0: No, I don't, but does high, it keep it's a going for the yeah? Does it keep going for the rest of the season? Like the entirety of the season? <laughs> I
1: think it might. Really That's a long time. Out. That's a really long time to be on a heater, man. Yeah. That's also why I mentioned the Bucks current win total being priced into the struggles because they're currently one game behind. The Actually, no, the Cavs have a bunch of games in hand. Yeah. I didn't realize the Cavs have played three less games than the Bucs. That's also why it's factored in. Okay, never mind. I take it back.
0: I'm an only know They're dead middle in terms of strength of schedule, too. Uh, what did they have last year?
1: Well, last year they finished in the – they were the four and the Knicks were the five or they were the three? They were the four. They're the four. Okay. Yeah. Oh uh, man. Uh, okay. You, you know yeah, okay. some uh, some teams it, go on heaters and the All Star break sabotages the rhythm and everything. But yeah, and
0: that's what I'm kind of nervous about. Like they really, really got like what was that? They lost. They went on a crazy winning streak, lost the game, and then went on an immediate winning streak right after.
1: Like right yeah. after. Mm. And then somehow Philly beat him, but still, yeah. Shout I out shout out to Philly. Yeah, uh, Healed was great in that game. Uh, but I, I think when you're looking at this roster and how they've meshed together, I've given Bickerstaff a ton of crap for the last couple of years because I didn't think he was that that great of a coach. He's done a great job with this unit. Playoffs, we'll see if they if it gets fixed. We'll figure that out when we cross that bridge. I'll give Bickerstaff <laughs> props. He's figured it out with this current
0: roster in the regular. And they're season. healthy now. And they're yeah. healthy. They weren't even healthy during that stretch. Now they're, they're winning healthy. anyone. It's hard. Yeah, that's why it's minus one thirty-five. I just don't want to lay that juice. But he's yeah, not going to get. I don't know forward. how you can go under.
1: He's not going to get Buzz forward, and he probably wouldn't win anyway. But I do think Bickerstaff should deserve an honorable mention at least for Coach of the Year. I don't think he's going to win uh, it.
0: Now we're but we talking sh- about Baker Staff, Coach of the Year.
1: No, no, no. I said he's not going to win it. But based on what he's done this year, I will give flowers where they're due. And I think he is due some flowers. That's all I'm going to say. I've given him a lot of crap for a couple of years. He's done a very good job with this team. I just want to go on record and say that. He's done a very good job. We haven't been talking
0: about many of the playoff futures with these teams. But like, I honestly don't feel like the Bucks or the Cavs are like I don't, I don't think that they have it. I don't even think they're going to get either. to the finals. I, I wouldn't you put know, a bet in on Boston yeah. because Boston can fold against anybody. But I really, like I really don't think either one of those two teams is getting to the finals.
1: I refuse to believe that Jared Allen and Evan Mobley can coexist on a court during the playoffs.
0: <laughs>
1: I refuse to believe that's going to work. So we'll see what happens, but I'm not going to pick them to win the East.
0: Boston is 43 and 12, 26 and three at home. Their win total sitting at 62.5, minus 125 on the over, plus 100 on the under. They have a relatively easy strength of schedule left. They have, what is this, the Jazz once, the Hawks twice, the Trailblazers twice, the Hornets, Wizards, and Pistons all twice.
1: Large, by the way, they have to win twenty of their last twenty-seven.
0: Twenty of their last twenty-seven. Yep. Well, I like the over. At the end of the season, I don't. Know, uh, at the end of the season, they're going to drop two, maybe three games. Because it's just going to be end of the season. Nobody's going to care. It's not going to worry. That's probably going to be 61. Up, yeah, 60, one season wrapped up. They got 62, 61 wins at that point. You already hit 60. Like, that's the thing. They're going to try to hit 60. Once they hit 60, it's going to be straight cruise control to the playoffs. So... Yeah, Boston loses game. They should. like those. are Honestly, truly, I'm not even looking at the toughest opponent side for this. Like, I'm not looking at the OKC, the Cleveland, the... Nuggets, the two against the Bucks, the two against the Suns, the two against the Knicks. Like, I'm really not looking at that. It's all those games that I was talking about earlier. Oh, they play the Pistons, the Wizards, the Hornets, and the Trailblazers, and the Hawks and they got a game against the Jazz. I'll tell you right now, they're losing that game against the Jazz. Is that in, I hope that's in uh, Utah. I got to look that up. Hopefully that's in Utah, but they're going to lose the game against Jazz for sure. Those are the games that are going to fold. That's not the, the the ones in the other side. That's not what's going to ruin this win total. It's going to be those ugly games, those ones that they don't care about, that they're just randomly going to fold. Those are going to be the ones that blow the win total under
1: 62.5. I'm going to disagree uh, just based on the fact that I think Boston is built for a very good regular season record. They might push 64, 65. It wouldn't shock me. Playoffs are a different animal. When a Missoula in a playoff series, gets out coached by everybody. In the regular season, though, they win a bunch of games all the time. Yes, they have a couple of slip-ups, lost to the Lakers. We know that one. They almost lost to to Detroit, which was hilarious, but still. I do think this team, when it comes down to it, they're the opposite of the Pistons, in the sense where the Pistons might not be favored again. Is Boston favored in every game? Are they going to be underdogs against anybody? They might be favored in each of their last 28 games.
0: Yeah, one hundred
1: percent. But that's when, but that's when
0: I love Boston. I hate Boston as a dog because I always feed them as a dog and they punches. me. Oh, no, I get out. it. I love them. Picking- I love them as this is a great spot. This is a great spot. They can lose seven games. I don't games. think they games.
1: I, well, they need to lose eight. Twenty and seven gets them over. I think they're gonna lose like five. I think they're gonna be dominant to end the season. I think they're gonna once again struggle to cover these big numbers, mm-hmm. but covering doesn't matter as long as they win the games. They might slip up here or there, but they should be favored in basically every game. That's good enough for me. On paper, with all the metrics, assuming they stay somewhat healthy, Porzingis is always injured, but still, this has the makings of a 65-win team. Playoffs, different animal. Regular season, though, I could see them finishing with 65. So I'm going to lean over.
0: All right. They have a back-to-back set against the Hawks. They're going to drop one of those because both of those are on the road. They're gonna drop one of those. They have so that's one. Where's that Utah game at? Utah, Utah, Utah.
1: If it's in Boston, there. Utah's not winning. It's in Utah, so that's two. Okay. I I would take Boston in that game, but I think Utah could sneak it out, maybe. But they played the Nuggets in Denver.
0: I'll give the Denver Nuggets an out two bump. That's three. Okay.
1: Five more. Let's
0: see here. All right. All right. Hold on. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. Oh, man. I just feel like they're going to drop one against the, the Pistons. Like, I mean, gonna, you're mentioning do-
1: them punting games late because they already wrapped up the one seed, which I can't oh, yeah. see, but I think Boston's bench unit is good enough to steal a game or two. On paper, this team. Like, look at
0: this. The last Their last five games are the Wizards, the Hornets, and the Knicks. Wait, what? Did you say their bench unit is? Wait, now, bench unit. Are you talking about. Now, what are you defining but, as. I meant a bench overall. Unit? Like depth. how many. I think their depth Peyton is Pritchard, Peyton Pritchard, Sam Hauser, Luke Cornett.
1: I mean, I'm I'm, I'm assuming they're not going to sit all five Jason of their starters in one game. They're I'm Not they're starter, Jaden Springer? Jaden Springer? Is that what? No, I'm think. saying if you throw in, for example, them sitting Brown one game, Tatum another game, and they kind of stagger the minutes, I do think their oh, depth okay. if one of the stars plays is good enough to win games. Okay. I'm not saying they go full bench unit. They're going to beat some teams. That's what I'm saying. I think, the, I think the depth is good enough where if a couple of guys sit, they can still win games against decent teams. That's kind of my point. I don't see I them a, sitting everybody in like one game. They might do it once, but I don't see that happening that often.
0: I got three defined wins. I'll take my chance to get in five more. I'm not taking the Celtics. For regular season
1: wins, ignoring point spread, I'll take the Celtics. <laughs> No points once again. Because, we're gonna win games. Because they, <laughs> hey man. They might have a couple of three-point squeakers out there in games they should win. I don't care. If you win, that's good enough for me.
0: Hey man, they won a bunch of those three-point squeakers in the first half of the season. It might be due for some regression. Might be due well, for some to, regression. To be yeah. fair,
1: those three-point squeakers, they were up double digits and then they fell apart, but they held on to win at the end. So they kind of made it squeakers at the end, but they held on to win. Yeah.
0: This is the team you want to bet on? No way.
1: I think they. Right. I think they're one of these teams, and I think it's Boston will reach sixty and change. I think Boston. Oh yeah, 20, it's got to be. Oh yeah, it's 20, definitely gonna be Boston. Twenty and eight though gets you over. I can really see them going like twenty three and five. I can really see it. I think they get to like sixty four, sixty five. Okay. All right. That's it. We did one best bet from the uh from the Western Conference. So we did one best bet on a win total. Okay, best bet on my win total.
0: the salt team sucks under thirty seven and a half. they're not gonna be in the playing they're yeah. not gonna be in the play-in. i I'm waiting I'll wait until I can find miss playing odds or like because missed playoffs are just not enough but like miss playing odds are definitely there hundred percent there or not participating in play in but then that could be like because I think people are buying this Hawks team making their way to a sixty and I just don't see it. I need to find another way that I could fade the Hawks and get some pretty good plus money on it.
1: I wish there was a bet for them to miss the play-in, but can't we? Like, I wish you could parlay miss play-in and miss playoffs because if you could miss the play-in and be a one through six. I wish they gave yeah. you the option of like would you finish eleven through sixteen in the conference. I wish that existed.
0: I think it's so funny that because Eric's mentioned it in the chat. I think it's so funny that they're talking about Trey Young to the Spurs rumors because you could have just kept DeJounte Murray. Like yeah. <laughs> like you really just could have kept DeJounte Murray. Why are we talking about Trey Young to the Spurs? Like I just feel like that like that is such a no no. Or you could have just made the trade for Trey Young and Devontae Murray DeJounte Murray a first time around. Like I don't know man. I don't know. I don't know what anybody's ever doing anymore to be honest. I'm just along for the ride. All right. That's my that's my win total. Pretty easy. I'm fighting Atlanta Hawks under 37 and a half.
1: Yeah, so in the West, I took the Trailblazers under, so I faded a crappy team. Mm-hmm. I thought about doing the same thing with the Pistons or the Wizards, but I'm not going to do that. Give me Orlando. I'm going to take Orlando over. The that's the other one that I, had, I was league, debating with.
0: Yeah, that's the other one I was debating with. The easiest with. Wow. schedule. we are
1: healthy now. Franz missed some games. Boncaro's been solid. Defensively, this team's great. I know the yep. Knicks are missing a bunch of guys, but the Magic kicked their asses again in that game that they just played before the All-Star break. A lot of injuries, I get it. Orlando at home, though, is very good. Defensively, this team's nasty. If Isaac can stay healthy, that's good enough for me. I think this team has the makings of a potential division winner. I think they can win 47-plus games or so, give or take, if things really start to click. Last year, they were really good post-All-Star break. It's at 45.5. I like it with the easiest schedule in the league. Give me the magic team total over. Forty-five and a half is my lock.
0: Yeah, I think the Magic. I think Magic clear the play-in. I don't even think they have to worry about playing this year. I think they're a
1: lock. If the they stay healthy, team. they're clearing. This team's definitely yeah. a buy-now team, as far as I'm concerned. Pretty much, pretty much. All right.
0: Anything else for the people before we get up out of here?
1: No, a lot of teams we don't like in the league because a lot of teams are bad in the league. So keep <laughs> that in mind. But it should be fun. We have games tomorrow, so I'll be somebody back. Somebody got to win.
0: Games. I guess somebody got to win.
1: Yeah, just somebody's got to win. But all right, not a lot of the teams we picked. I'll be back tomorrow uh, with Munaf to go through the Thursday games. We got games tomorrow, so get excited! Hey, make sure y'all get into that
0: merch store store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. We got some NBA Gambling Podcast hats kicking off the day in the merch store. Go in there and get you a a podcast hat and support the pod, support us, and you know keep our NBA gear numbers up in the merch store. So. Go out, check the merch store. Shout out to Jake for getting that going today. We have some NBA Gambling Podcast hats in the merch store. Other than that, Scott, I mean, if anybody's here, like the video. I got 13 people here. like the video. And for the people that catch this on the back end, because this was a Futures episode, you don't have to listen to this. There's no proximity in time. You, you listen to this today, maybe tomorrow, but make sure you do it before the games kick off, because once a, a couple of them else start kicking in, you might miss something, but yeah, podcast version. If you're hearing this, give us a five-star rating and review. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending podcasts. podcast just going to like this. We are out of here.